2: Welcome to Channel F. I'm your host, Merrick Kay, and joining me this week, we have an incredible panel, a star-studded cast for you. In this new, rebooted Channel F format, we have, joining us today, first of all, the name of the person who is on the panel here, which I'm about to say, is Steven Strom, managing editor of fanbyte.com. Hello, I'm rebooted and refreshed. Like Bob you, tap, you of the tapped Guardian. the button on your chest twice and said "reboot," mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and here I am. You turned in into Cubics. a, a Cubix. What's yep. that? Don't That's answer that. Sequel though. to Reboot. Okay. Not a lot of <laughs> okay. people know that. Yeah, you showed me a trailer of that. <laughs> I did, and uh, and that voice, of course, is a fan by a future contributor. Yeah, Funky Joseph
3: hey um i have risen from the grave i'm back once again why i wanted from to your say, wave <laughs> i wanted to sh- say shout out to animals it's world animal It's world
2: day. animal day and you know what um shout out to you and me and steven and and everyone because we're all animals so it's, are. it's kind of like our oh, day that's true it's, it's sort of yeah. a day for us too
3: it's like a birthday happy birthday, like a
2: birthday everyone yeah happy birthday everyone um, all animals were born on this day, as we all know. And last, but certainly not least, we have fan bike. By... What's your title, Mike?
1: Staff writer.
2: Staff writer. I asked this last week, too, and it just flew out of my brain. Staff writer, Mike Williams.
1: Hello, hello, folks. How's everybody doing today? Nice. Well, I'm having a great World Animal Day. How are you? Yeah. I'm I'm having a, a great World Animal Day because I have three animals. So they're wow, a like animals. a mongoose,
2: snake, and giraffe.
1: No, sadly, they're all cats. Mm.
0: Um, well, probably a less like dangerous combination than a
2: mongoose, a snake.
3: and <laughs> You should you should get a giraffe. then. No, but
2: the giraffe keeps the giraffe keeps the peace between the warring factions of the mongoose ah. and the snake. So. Um mm-hmm. it kind of keeps the whole situation in balance, you know. But um, I imagine
3: the giraffe also uses them like scarves when the giraffe oh, is cold.
2: Yeah, they just mm-hmm. they just chill mm-hmm. on the giraffe's neck. See, it's great. World Animal uh, Day. However you celebrate, have a great World Animal Day and welcome once again to Channel F. It's a podcast that we do here at the Fanbyte website called Fanbyte and um each week we have three very special Uh, guests on who are all members of the fanbite family and uh i'm gonna make them do some stuff because uh i don't know i can (laughs) who's gonna stop me nobody (laughs) because you have an m16 that are pointing at at us and say do this for me or else because what you don't know is that um uh mike Stephen, and funke have all just woken up in um in a saw trap and mm-hmm. now, um, Squid Game two. Squid Game is trending, so we're we're doing a Squid Game, <laughs> uh, and uh, I hope you guys are ready because uh, it's gonna it, it's gonna get wild. Uh, it's gonna yeah. get wet and wild. Um, the first three rows will get wet, so we I, have I hope... handed out ponchos to the uh, to the audience. But
1: yeah, I hope you guys are ready because I am definitely that guy in like Battle Royale and what's it mm-hmm. called that just goes ham. I'm the dude in the zombie movie that gets bit and hides it. Oh no! Why would you want to be? No, Mike. I don't. Here's the thing,
0: Mike. I already know you're lying because I watch every year. You're going through it right now. Your October movie watching fest, and every single time you tweet about those movies, all you talk about is how you simply would not find yourself in these situations. You would be the person in the zombie movie who's just like, "I'm good, actually," and just fuck off into the woods away from society forever.
1: That is true. That is true. I, I was watching uh, the Fear Street movies and I got very angry that we're going to trade one person's life. And then like three people died after that. I was like, fuck that one person.
2: Yeah, you knew
0: exa- you <laughs> called it exactly in that Twitter thread. Yeah, just,
2: just um, ruthless utilitarianism will get us through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, speaking of ruthlessness, uh, I'm going to give you guys points for various things throughout the show and uh whoever has the most points at the end of the show will get a prize and um oh whoever has the fewest points well no nothing's going to happen to you i'm not going to i'm not going to make some joke about how first first prize is a car second prize is some steak knives third prize is you're fired um because i don't i don't have that power and why would i want to fire you anyway um my i'm not going to do anything bad to you shirt is raising <laughs> a lot of questions of <laughs> already is don't don't fear me don't fear me that's my favorite thing in horror movies when people are like don't fear me do not fear Mm. me I'm like I'm going to fear you more now or Mm. like if Mm -hmm. an angel is like do not fear I'm like why are you if of course I'm fearing you anyway um let's kick things off with uh something that I call the fanbite quiz uh this is for um funky and mike specifically um steven is probably gonna know the answers to a lot of these so i'm gonna ask them Mm. to uh to not shout out the answers um but uh yeah just just a little quick quiz because i figured you know funky and mike you guys are both um y'all are both newer to to fanbite and Mm -hmm. uh there's some lore there's some fanbite lore that i'm trying to establish i want to really build this into a media franchise that people are like writing wikis about so i'm excited yeah so um yeah just you know feel free to just i guess shout out the answer if you think you know it um but if you get it wrong then you know the other person will have a chance to see
3: i've i've seen some of the scrolls so So you've seen some of the
2: okay yeah so you've read some of the lore books okay
3: Yes. I I'm I think I'm prepared.
2: Mike, are you a lore person in games? Do you ever do you read the lore books? Uh
1: I'm I'm a horrible lore person in games. I'm I'm the Star Wars Extended Universe. I'm the guy who buys World of Warcraft and Diablo novels. Like great. Yeah. Great.
2: Great. Um okay, so uh first question is what was the name of Fanbytes short-lived live games slash destiny podcast? Hmm. Beep. Yeah, okay. Numbers go up. Uh, that is correct. Uh, and I would have also would have accepted "Good Morning Edz." Um, so I will give you a point for that. Um, so this one is timely. Uh, I just started playing Bloodborne on stream. Merit Souls is back, and um, it's the most Woo! wonderful time of the year. And of course, we all, uh, we all love Elizabeth, who is the the our character that we're playing as. Uh now can you name one of the other three characters from Merrit Soul Streams?
3: Beep. Uh yeah. what, who is Farfield?
2: Uh well, Farfield was the protagonist of Dark Souls 2. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh you're correct. Uh Farfield is uh is correct. I would have uh Mike, can you can you name one?
1: uh, Do you want to take a guess? uh, uh, The oldest, the boldest.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I I think I'm actually going to accept your combination of like some size and grunts and like proper nouns as uh as correct because we are talking about Dark Souls, so Mm -hmm. um so I am going to give you a point for that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the other uh, the other ones are Bronald. And, uh, Swishmail.
3: Swishmail. Oh, I remember Swishmail.
2: Um, alright. Uh, a couple more. Uh, Fanbite celebrates which birthday this month? How many years old <laughs> does Fanbyte Um,
1: by? I'm gonna say I, I don't know how old. Yeah. John? Is John's birthday? No, John's birthday already happened. Never mind. <laughs> I lost. <laughs>
3: Uh, oh, are you talking about the... I'm talking about the, the website brand. fanbite. Oh. The,
2: the website fanbite. Uh, How old is... are we? How old does fanbite.com turn this month?
1: <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> five,
2: you don't lose three, points if you get it wrong. Three, three, Funk, oh, that's cool. correct. That is okay. correct. Okay. Uh,
1: uh-huh.
2: Fanbite like turns you three. You Uh, Three on October 31st. So happy Halloween, everybody um
3: yeah also thank you Stephen. Uh, you can't see me because we're recording audio but my eyes are blue and i it's not me that's oh. reading these out right right, right. it's the I scrolls
2: i also can't oh. see you because you are john cena you've been uh, <laughs> you've been possessed by the scrolls i see um that's an occupational hazard though so you you knew about that when you signed up uh i know Standby's uh twitch mascot is often known as fanbot it's a little robot um with an F on its head. What's Fanbot's real name?
1: Um, what is Johnny Fanbot? Five?
2: <laughs> oh, that's fire. That's that would be good.
3: Uh I'm gonna go with I see I don't know it if has, it's it has the been same...
2: revealed. Yes, it has I, been revealed.
3: I, I I don't know if it's the same person playing a different character or if they they're both the same person but i'm going to go with fancy
2: that's correct sentient
3: robot fancy okay. oh.
2: the robot who can feel and think um that is correct fanbot is their occupation and fancy is her name uh that's good to know yeah that's good to know yeah yeah, yeah. and uh last question what was fanbites game of the year for 2019
1: uh what came out in 2019
3: should have been paradise killer but
0: well it was (laughs) it was hades well that was a year early
3: uh
2: that yeah um (laughs) no yeah yeah that um paradise killer did come out last year it seems like two years ago i know but it was only last year Um, oh my gosh Na- I can't give it.
0: points, but I almost want to give points for like sympathy for
1: you know how bad time yes. is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um just name a game that came out in 2019.
1: That's why I'm, I'm I'm just trying to think what video
3: game. games that came out in 2019 are
2: like uh, Wow. Wow. Uh-huh. Who can remember um, anything? Who can remember anything past last week, honestly? Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal was last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Why is 2019 specifically
0: the like dead zone? Like the Wait, nothing it was, happened wait, year wait it was
1: 2019 Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds? Yes. Yes, yes outer, it was. outer. It's uh, Outer Wilds. Well, uh guess.
2: Outer Wilds did win uh well, or it was a candidate for best interior design.
3: Uh, Hitman, two. Games,
2: Hitman 2 Hitman 2 um that would have been 2018 or 2017
1: 2018
2: yeah uh, oh. other games so this was a bit of a trick question i don't think we actually did a game of the year award that year yeah um, i don't think we did like a hard game of the year we didn't though. do we did uh best we did categories
1: yeah so uh, that was all categories. other
2: games that could have won include um disco elysium
1: oh yeah that was a good one
2: uh, control control was a big one um was well, we did the 3 we just meant Destiny Two. two? Destiny no. Two was on a lot was of 2017? our lists that year. Destiny Two was uh, twenty sixteen, but it was on many of our lists, uh, including best real video game as defined by the inclusion <laughs> of a segment where you're fighting goons on an elevator going on up. an elevator. Uh, <laughs> other games in that category included Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Pokemon oh, Sword and Shield, fire. and Gato Roboto. Um, See, that was a good so, year. It's a good year for games for real games, which is games where you fight people on elevators. Uh that thank you all uh for playing. And um that's that's the fan by quiz for today.
1: Uh so we're just trying to build the lore. We're world building, you know? Um mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and I I and, and I think looking back over the answers and questions and the score, uh I definitely won. Uh yeah. I'd like to thank you. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For uh For bringing that to us and expanding
2: the lore for everybody. No problem, no problem. Um, With with the quiz, sort of, you know, with, with that out of the way, I do want to move on to a more traditional segment, but with kind of a new twist to it. And it's called Staff Picks. Traditionally, staff picks is where we talk about a game that we've been playing, and I'm sort of just wax poetic on on how good it is. We're gonna try something a little different today, which is that we're gonna join me in in um, in my mind palace for a minute. Mm. Um, Funky, you might be too young to remember this, but there was a time when. Um, you would go to the store to rent a film or a game mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you would just be walking around and you'd have no idea like what any of this stuff was like, cause unless you'd read about it in a magazine or your friend had told you it was good, there's no internet. Right. Um, and sometimes, you know, there's, there's like picks, there's like, uh, they, they put out a little like magazine thing that you get when you came in and it's like, oh, we recommend this. So. Imagine, bookstores still do that? Bookstores still do that. Imagine, if you will, that I have walked into your video rental emporium and you are trying to sell me on a game that you've been playing because you get commission on the rental. So I don't know, like a quarter or something. Um, and uh, and that's, that's how I want to do this. I want to... I wanna just like I wanna hear your pitch for a game you've been playing. Steven, would you like to go first? <clears throat> uh I think I can. I'm
0: trying to remember exactly what a pitch like that might look like, but um
2: just tell me why it's good and why I should rent it instead of um I don't know, Secret of Mana or something. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, in the video game, um, Halo
0: Infinite, which is a real video game that will be coming out for sure, Mm. for sure this year and not going to get delayed again. I promise Um, you can drive an ATV into a gravity catapult, (laughs) launch it across the map, land on another like jump off midair, land on another guy, throw a grenade at another guy, kill him. And then your Jeep that you launched and killed a man with will fall on your head and kill you again. Um, which is which is maybe the funniest thing I've done in a video game all year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's good. That's good. I, uh, I. That's what I look for in a game is being able to kill myself with in a comical way. Um,
0: yeah, but you also kill somebody else at the same time. And now, do you get to the objective or progress the match in any way? No, but that's not what big team battle is about, Merit. No, big team battle is about big teams. Big and teams. Big teams. How Literally big are big these teams? teams. 24 players now
2: 24
0: yeah i think it's i forget if it's 24 total or i think it's 24 total players in a match not necessarily 24 to a team still 12v12 it's 12v12 and they actually split it up into teams of four on each team as well so when you start the game it does the destiny crucible thing of just like you know control or whatever Mm -hmm. and shows all your guys um in your cool armor when it does that, it only shows you four people because it'll show you like the four people in your fire team, but there are more players on your squad. So it's gotten so
2: big that they need mm. to split it up so that the like cross team chatter presumably doesn't get unbearable. <laughs> I see. I see. Now, this did uh, look fun. This did, I did watch some of this and yeah. it does look fun. I haven't played a Halo game since, well, I played Reach. Mm, mm-hmm. that, that was I, 2010.
1: I believe oh
0: <laughs> steven why <laughs>
2: well um well thanks for that um just wanted to let you know that was 11 years ago Merritt. that was 11 years ago it came for free with my xbox 360 Ooh, uh, that and fable 3 weirdly i reviewed Yo, it
0: oh yeah oh that's a good lineup Merritt. It was, um, it was good. I'm not gonna lie. I reviewed that for my college newspaper in Churchill Hall at NDSU, which was the dorm that I was living in that had black mold growing out mm. of the ceiling <laughs> right above my face on the bunk bed. Well, did the mold influence
3: the review?
2: hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, could, so, it could be worse. Said, this right? isn't as good as The Last of Us. Could it could have been worse. <laughs> could have been those nasty flood. Mm, yeah. Are yeah, they in this similar. one? Do we know? Are they in this one? I doubt it. They've moved away from the flood
0: because you kind of kill them in Halo 3 and they've mm. moved over to the Prometheans? No. Is that what they're called? Prometheans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the guys, orange dudes yeah. with
3: the bugs.
0: Yeah, they're like bug robots and they suck. They're like the worst part about Halo. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Are,
1: are they controlled by Cortana now? Is this how the plot goes? Even though she's has a love thing with the chief? It seems like that was what they were definitely setting up in Halo 5, which
0: has perhaps the worst campaign of any Halo game. And in Halo Infinite, they seem to have just completely moved past that because they kind of realized everybody hated that plot line. Um, and it seems like they've just kind of I wonder, honestly, if it's a thing where this is all explained in a book because Halo loves to do that. Ever mm, since yeah. Microsoft started publishing it them- or, yes. or, or took over um, half the lore in Halo games now just occurs in books that yeah. you've never read.
1: And and I will say that I I asked that as a question, even though I did know that was in fact the plot, because uh, I did not play Halo 4 or 5, Mm -hmm. but I did read, I have read nearly every Halo novel. Ah, what? And I looked Ah. up, I I said I was one of those people. Like, you wonder why they make books for games for, they're for broken people like me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I used to live that life, Mike, and I don't envy you anymore.
2: Th- thank you.
3: So- I'm glad they moved away from the flood also because they're very scary. Mm. Um, yeah, they're too yeah. scary. We need the less scary I think. Things.
2: Yeah, I don't think Halo is about scaring spoofs and specters and-, and goblins and ghouls. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think it's just Ghost about. Ghosts and goblins, perhaps. No, right. It's not Ghosts and Goblins. Like Arthur isn't here. It's about the Master Chief.
0: Yes. And actually, come to think of it, based on what we've seen from the trailers, it's actually <laughs> the big bads in Halo Infinite are supposed to be the banished. Which I don't know if anybody but me knows who those people are from firsthand experience, because they're the villains from, from first-hand Halo Wars Two. Experience. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, a um, uh, you know that I'm a veteran. Well, the thing that you didn't know is the war that I fought was against the Covenant. Um, oh my <laughs> God! Let's talk about it. <laughs> I went through a lot over on Reach. Yeah. That's the planet. Um, the Banished are the main villains of Halo Wars Two, which is a game that I love because I love Halo Wars One and Two. Mm. I think they're some of the best Halo games. Which are RTSs, um, which says a lot about, probably says more about my taste in video games than anything. Um, It's very funny when you can press the button over and over again that says local units, all units, local units, all units, just over (laughs) and over again by pressing A. I always found that fun. Um, And they're like, they're basically. At some point, uh, Microsoft realized everybody hates fighting anything that's not the Covenant. Uh, but the Covenant are good guys now, or the Covenant is the Covenant, quote unquote. The the prophets, the evil like religious leaders are dead, and they they've been destroyed. So, but they're like, well, people like fighting grunts and Sengeli and all that stuff. So let's come up with a reason for you to continue fighting all mm. of the like good Halo bad guys, and that's the Banished. They're like basically religious extremists that um did not go away when um, the master chief sacrificed himself for all of us I see So
3: they're from the covenant though but Yes so they're a group. Yeah. the the
1: one yeah. lead guy is whatever they're their brutes the bigger <laughs> ones Patriarchs? is that his name Yeah and so like he was like ah man everybody became too soft yeah, wouldn't we want to do some CrossFit out here in the galaxy? And everyone was like, "We love CrossFit out in the galaxy. Yeah. Let's kill anyone who doesn't CrossFit." And that's mm. holy shit. I mean, that's, that's what that is plotting.
2: that's just CrossFit. Like that is just how CrossFit works, um, right? Mm-hmm. Those, if you don't believe that they're gearing up to just take out everyone else, then you're living take in a dream Take over everything, yeah,
1: by just rolling huge tires over on. Yeah,
2: everyone. what are you gonna do when they roll up with a huge tire? Nothing. Also,
0: apparently, the brutes have a lore name as well, just like the elites are the Sengeli in Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this, so but I'll I'll do my best for everybody. There, the so the the lead faction or the lead uh, species in the new Banished faction is the Hanei. Wow. Patriarchs <laughs> is <laughs> wow. a Jiralhanae. Wow,
1: uh, warlord. S- single tier. Banished. Single tier mm. is dropping right now
2: hmm hmm Um, well, that sounds like a lot of fun lore adventures and uh cool hijinks that remind me of the good old days of Halo. And yeah. Uh, but and it's, yeah, and, 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 Halo and, Infinite. And so I'll be able to play through this um like with my friend when it comes out. No, 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 <laughs> no,
1: no. No, Sorry? No, 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 no,
0: no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Uh, no. no, 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 no. no?
1: No no no, uh, no 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 and 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 of course there's a there's a huge question sure they they say the campaign is coming but is it <laughs> who knows Mike <laughs> who can say okay well that that is maybe um
2: that is pulling pulling my interest away a little bit but but it's really fun it does look really like multiplayer
3: yeah wow. Steve and I played a bit over the weekend and it really just took me back to playing Halo Reach just with mm-hmm. a, yeah. a whole squad of friends. On this big ass team and just shooting grenades everywhere, I was like, "Whoa, uh, we're back cl- in it." Halos, Halos back. It feels improved, mm. but it still has the core that Play- uh, everyone knows and loves.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. like playing it. My my actual biggest problem heading into the campaign is I actually don't want to be Master Chief. Mm, I, yeah. I would rather just be my multiplayer character and like yeah. pick a voice, and then you know, like let me Mass Effect across this whole thing because yeah. Like Master Chief, I, I I love the dude. He's a classic, but he's also like in that basic armor and the green. Whereas mm-hmm. my character is is dope looking.
3: Mm-hmm. We need some flame decals on Master Chief. Can we
1: get some flame
2: decals on the Master Chief, please? <laughs> That's what they did for Reach, and it worked. It worked great. Susan, can we get some flame decals? Yeah, we need some extra on the on the on the shoes. Yeah, great platforms
3: as well. Thank um, you.
2: Yeah, because he needs to be taller. I think mm-hmm. a taller master chief would really sell uh, me would really master sell me chief on this. In like big chunky high heels. In like yeah, uh I mean, like, no in like um yeah that or like you know hot topic ass big just <laughs> yeah. like stomping with spikes on the side too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. uh, need an emo master chief. An emo can we have an emo master chief? I don't know if the world's ready for it, but I guess we'll see when Halo Infinite comes out. And uh Yeah. I'm, my interest is peaked. I'll say that. Uh, there
0: was the one thing I will say about it, like to continue what Funke was saying, like, and then we can move on, I'm sure. But it, there is an element of this game that does feel like, you know, speaking of like, your interest, n- they've almost backed into weird like Halo 3 and Halo Reach nostalgia in a way that I feel like Halo 4 and 5 did not at all get into. And I think it's partially because people have just not had a game quite like this in a very long Mm. time. And I feel like they stand a good chance of drawing in a lot of people who have fallen off of halo with this one. But at the same time, it also seems like this game is kind of a mess in even the technical alpha that we were playing or whatever it's being called test flight. I think it's the test flights. It's very buggy. So
3: like baby birds do.
2: mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of stumbling and, and trying to, to take flight you push um, the bird out of the nest, and they say, "Where, where are you
0: going, little bird?" And he says, "To give the covenant back their bomb." Yeah, <laughs> puts on sunglasses,
2: <laughs> and then the music plays from the show, and we all love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that does sound good, but I only have enough pocket change to rent one video game this week at um, the magical, uh, mystical video game emporium. So, Funke, what's what's I, your pick for this week?
3: I know you should rent. Okay. I hit me with that. So first off, I just want to know your taste as a gamer. Um, do you like
2: sand? I mean, I love sand. I love how grainy it is and how it gets everywhere. I think yeah, it's like it really cool. Everywhere. Yeah.
0: Um,
3: well, perfect in this game. You'll be on a bike in the sand, driving, getting the sand everywhere. You get the dust trails behind you and you're going to look open at the, at the open sunset. And this music is going to come crescendo in and you're going to be playing Sable for the PC.
2: Wow. I did not uh, think weekend. that, that didn't go where I thought it was going to go. <laughs> where did you think it was going to go? I had go? no idea. I thought maybe like an extreme sports kind of thing, but tell me about Sable.
3: Sable is one of the chillest games I've played recently. It's between that and Jet Far Shore, but yeah, it, it feels like Breath of the Wild very heavily. I I noticed that at the start, but as I'm progressing, I, I'm really getting that vibe of just the the way they build the world and the communities there um it's 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 really interesting because yeah you you build your bike and then you go off into the distance and it's it doesn't tell you what to do at all it's just like go out go on your adventure and you're tasked with finding masks and stuff but you can go about that however you want and you can be a person that builds bikes a person that sells merchandise uh and and like bike apparatuses um but it's it's really cool how non-linear it is and it's the perfect game to just relax and like go to sleep with like i've been playing it before i go to sleep and when i wake up and it it really just calms me down after the stressful games of the mm. daytime
2: yeah kind of a yeah like a lower energy kind of game like a like a lower
3: energy no combat at mm. least from what i've seen it doesn't look like any fighting Just like biking around, doing some problem solving, picking up rocks, picking up rocks. Yeah. Picking up rocks and you can throw them. So if that ever interested you in real life and you couldn't pick up a a giant rock, you can do it in this game.
2: Well, because here's the thing about picking up rocks and throwing them is like, I feel like as a kid, that's something that I did. But Mm -hmm. as an adult to pick up and throw a rock um, is like one of those behaviors that um, you can't really do Mm -hmm. people will you know call the the police or society
3: doesn't like it
2: society we live in a society and society doesn't like it when you pick up rocks and throw them around um so it's cool that like in the fantasy world of a video game that i could do that
3: yeah it's it's really chill and uh yeah the the part i'm having the most fun with so far is just tricking out my sick bike Mm. I got it. I got it looking like a giant beetle right now. Wow! Uh, it has mandibles oh. on the side. When when the jets go above the sand, it like it like moves its little mandibles. It's like I love this. I love the sand. Uh, and you can like change the tints and stuff. It's a it's a really fun biking simulator.
2: That's now. Is it a bike? Is it a hover bike or is it a? It's a hover bike. Okay. So what? We're in the future. We're in the future. Um, the future is dry um
3: the yeah what is I haven't seen like, any water
2: how does it feel to ride the bike compared to say driving the little ghost bike in halo
3: driving the like the ghost
2: yeah uh
3: it feels honestly kind of similar except the the ghost is a killing machine designed for war whereas this this speeder you're on in sable is is more of a hey, go on an adventure, child. This is your coming of age moment. Make it whatever you want it to be.
0: What uh, the, I actually have a question as somebody who played the demo, that initial like bike that you get at the very beginning of that demo is kind of like dirt. junky and crappy and dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it get better? Do you get a better bike?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right after you go and do the events of the demo, which I won't spoil, it's a nice little moment. But you can get uh you you build your own bike and it kind of forms its own name around it uh and and from there you can customize each part from the from the jet at the back to the front and to the middle part Uh, and you can yeah mix and match them Mm -hmm. i got some beetle stuff and i also tinted my regular stuff green so it looks more beetle-like even though it's not from the same line uh there's a lot of fun fashion stuff as well you can the whole, I guess, crux of the game is you're trying to you're going through this coming of age event, and by the end of it, you're going to decide what mask most represents you as a character mm. and you as a person in this world. Uh, so right now, I'm I'm kind of shopping different uh, tribes and stuff, like what mm. who who I'm vibing with the most, what their values are, and the the different jobs, like the people who build the machines and who sell parts and who are community leaders. So, yeah, it's it's just a lot of talking and and, and seeing these characters. The is dialogue game, is well written.
0: Is it so. is it open world, actually? Like, Or yeah. are, you, are you moving from zone to zone? Okay, cool.
3: It's completely open world. People are talking about uh, villages that I have not seen yet. Mm. And I think I can just go and explore there. Huh. But I've also just been doing tasks for people. It's fun to run around and be like, hey, yeah. I, I enjoy this world so much. I, I'm not usually a, a side quester. But mm-hmm. I enjoy this world so much that i'm I'm willing to be, hey, do you want me to clear out those three beetles that are messing you up?
0: I'll do that for you because I like I like the village you've made here. Are you like are you transporting things? is this a tr- is this like a secret trucking game Because if <laughs> so, I might be into this. Is this a trucking game uh i
3: I wish it was uh, where where uh. I'm at I don't want to say it's not because I don't know. I haven't beat mm. the game yet, but where I'm at, no, it's more of a task. There's something over there that you need to go do. Hop on your bike, go there, do it, come back. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm. Kind of deal. So uh, not like if, a
1: like snow runner or mud runner or, or death stranding or anything like that.
3: No, 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 no. There's there's walking, and I did lose my bike for a while and walk around. It's not as fun, I will say that, because mm. the, the the areas are very large and and very much built for biking. So, uh, yeah.
0: How did you lose your bike?
3: How did I lose my bike? I I crashed it into a wall and it disappeared in front of me. Oh. Ah! And then, uh, I didn't realize that it, there's like a, uh, what's it called? A, a legend for your, for your compass. And one of those things shows where your bike is. And it was, it kind of just glitched and fell into a cave. So I just walked over to that cave, and, and then I found it later. But I did a bit of walking. Hmm. Um, one of the huge draws is the soundtrack from Japanese Breakfast. It after playing mm. a long session yesterday, I just opened up Spotify, turned that thing on, just let it blast. It is it is so fitting to the world of Sable. I I'm I'm shocked at how just how how well it manages to to pull you in. It's it's really good at that.
0: I need uh, to play... The, Paul, I'm going to add this to my list, I think.
3: Please, please play it before the end of the year. It's also only, I think, eight hours or so.
0: Oh, As wow. opposed to the other game you told me to play before the end of the year, which is about 57, I think, yes. for Eastward. Okay. Yes.
3: So, I mean, okay. that one's way... This one's easier to sell. Um, <laughs>
0: okay.
3: Also, Paul is asking me, why or have you tried not crashing the bike? I don't know how to drive. This is... It's all new for me. I'm, I'm going... As hard as I can and as fast as I can, so I don't know how to stop. Mm. That's my answer to
2: that. <laughs> uh well, that sounds cool. Um Yeah. Okay, I could I could be into that. I could be into like a, a chill kind of uh kind of desert sort of thing. Got got some riding some bikes. If I yeah, maybe I this weekend I don't feel like being in shooting the alien man's. Um You guys want to, like, hang out or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's that kind of, yeah, anti-just...
3: Which is a lot of what I've been playing with uh, the the shooters that I've been playing, like Halo Infinite and and Valorant. Where Sable is just a relaxing, cool sand journey.
2: Nice. Cool. Well, okay. Well, now I have two
1: choices. But, uh, Mike, what what have you got for me? Well, uh, I mean... We, we we mentioned Power Fantasies oh, no. uh, in there. And and I can't talk about the game that I, I've oh, actually no. been playing. So I'm playing another one that, uh, I mean, what's more powerful a oh, fantasy no. No. than being a colonizer? <laughs> okay. So, I didn't know where I, I, so, know where I so, thought it was. So, I'm actually so. relieved that you said that because I thought you were going a different road. <laughs> um, so the other game that I've been playing... Uh, is new world amazon's ah. colonizer mmo um which is not actually that uh not even though now, wait, right can not you explain that
2: to me because i'm i haven't been following this too closely and as a consumer i'm curious about
1: so what, what so means. so new world takes place in a in a a fictional magical semi-reality and uh a bunch of people find a brand new island uh and they are exploring it and exploiting it there are no natives on the island though like they're gone but all the armor is definitely inspired by pilgrims and spanish conquistadors uh huh are and, you serious yes oh, yeah oh yes uh, Ugh. so so it's all inspired by all of that stuff, but they took out any 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 existing natives on this Eldritch oh. Evil Island. So Funke, Funke, before this game came
0: out, the original pitch that they were showing for this game was: you are like fantasy conquistadors coming to like fantasy native island like fake America in indigenous times mm-hmm. and killing everybody. <laughs> that was the original uh-huh. version but- of the game, and then there was backlash against it.
3: I assumed since the backlash that they would have changed that because I haven't seen actual gameplay of, of New World. I only see the loading screen and the character creator.
1: So, so they just they took away the natives. There were there are no natives on the island. Okay. To uh, to take over, but all of the armor and stuff is one hundred percent. There was another game similar to this, uh, which did have its own natives, and that was Greedfall, which I think was last oh. year.
0: Yeah, that's like a Dragon Age like.
1: Yes, uh, which was uh, a Dragon Age style single player RPG, which did have natives. Um, New World, uh, on the way to this launch version, which just came out, uh, decided let's let's take the the natives out. And mm. uh, this is, I think, like the third or fourth version of the game because the original game uh, that they were trying out on alpha was supposed to be a full loot PvP mmo uh and uh everyone hated that because uh some people think they're hardcore but no one's Mm. actually hardcore Mm. um so uh now they've sort of backended it into a uh mostly single player action rpg mmo thing um now they definitely have like a lot of oh sorry it, with, like, group PvP, like, realm. Like, mm. so you, you join into, like, large guilds. Uh, I forget what the actual term in the game is. But then those guilds, uh, Ashron's Call, or, or uh, Dark Ages of Cam- Camelot style, like, try to take over specific regions. Mm. Now, sorry.
2: Um, what was what was that game you just referenced?
1: The Dark one Ages before Camelot? Greedfall. Yeah.
2: Dark Ages of Camelot? Oh, Dark
1: Ages of Camelot. Yes, that's a very... Very old MMO. Old school. Uh, I've played they, MMOs for a very long time. So. Yeah, that, this this
2: game is um, celebrates. It's well, I assume it's dead now. So, but it came out on October 9th in two thousand one.
3: Yes, I I thought you were referencing the Dark
1: Ages of Camelot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, okay. Why do you gotta make me feel so old? I, <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's
0: okay. laughs> I'm sorry. (laughs) I I did want to ask, Mike, like, so this game, now that they've kind of pivoted about three or four times, they definitely have like a ton of fun new original single player content to kind of fill that gap now that there's not any PvP stuff. You have definitely got like original quests that are like not just going around killing wolves and skinning them and like, oh, got to kill eight boars or whatever. It's definitely not just a bunch of
1: that, right? So you definitely get the feeling that whatever writers they hired or narrative <laughs> designers they hired late into the process uh-huh. and and those folks really thought the game would launch and then they'd be out of a job so now that it 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 has done quite well on the streaming who knows how much of a long trail that has like on steam it's it's one of the biggest games ever i think in t- top 5 in like terms of concurrent players hmm. period now, like all time why
2: is that is that just because people want a new MMO and there hasn't been like a tradition? Is this just a traditional MMO?
1: Yeah, essentially. That, that's my, this, that is, uh, no. has been my and, and Steven's ultimate. Thesis. Is there, is there no
2: building kind of stuff in this? Because what there, about something like Valheim? Wasn't that there's interior pretty big decoration?
1: Yeah, right. The houses. And there's, there's some building, uh, like, like, but that's all focused on the guilds or whatever they're called. So like, it's a game that eventually you're meant to join up with other players.
2: I see, I see.
1: So it's, I see it is
2: a traditional MMO and not like a survival sandbox kind of thing. Correct. I see. Uh,
1: it It is 100% a traditional MMO where you're at a hub town, you grab quests, quests send you to a thing or a dungeon, you kill the things until they are all dead. And then you come back, and they go, "You did a great job." Now, I guess
2: my question is, um, why would I want to play an MMO, a new MMO, in that you, I have to say, <laughs> have been <laughs> describing in uh, some sort of middling ways? Uh, why, why do I want to play this game?
1: Well, I, I mean, the I'd, I'd say the the colonizer. Gene runs strong in all of us, and sometimes you need to tap into that. A new world is your only proxy. I right see. who's all of us? <laughs> now, all what of is us is doing about uh, doing some significant work. Uh, now,
2: if you are just suggesting that I may, in particular, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe, um, but I so mean, many other I... games offer that in a uh, in maybe a less direct way.
1: It, it mm-hmm. is it is quite a choice that my character is uh, definitely a black dude and looks like me, but it definitely wears the regalia. So, I mean, uh, you know, there's a little ho ho-tap there, but, you know, it is what it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I've seen a lot
3: of uh, Twitch Twitch streamers pick up this game, even ones that, like, play very specific games, like Only Play League or Only Play Valorant. So I, I'm kind of shocked that people are just... I guess trying to explore what it is.
1: Now, so there's, there's, there is part of, again, like people just like want a full online thing, like MMO Mm -hmm. to play, but also Twitch is owned by Amazon. Yes. So Uh, there's been a huge Mm. blitz. Uh, And and New World is an Amazon games title Uh, of the three that they announced Crucible, breakaway and new world this is the only one that actually came launched out. Oh, so, they're, <laughs> so they're cashing out cashing
3: out on this they they have people streaming the game they made on the platform they that's vertical
2: at.
0: integration
2: uh yes Good god yeah. it's
0: powerful too because like final fantasy 14 is going through a huge influx of players right now and part of that has been a lot of wow streamers jumping ship like a lot of wow mm. streamers like oh yeah from- yeah from that game to final fantasy 14 it took their audience with them. Yep. And so, now there's uh, this sort
2: of new contender because it really did seem like that. Those were the two, the two sort of like, I mean, obviously there are a lot of free to play MMOs that, um, that have huge audiences, but people just don't talk about them very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and wow. And final fantasy really seemed like the two sort of Titans. And Mike, do you think
1: new world is, is going to stick around? right now uh the the at least what looks to be the end game is mostly that uh you know guild versus guild pvp stuff uh and my guess is they have to work very hard uh with the writers and narrative designers to craft like brand new uh lore and content to give that really a long tail outside of the pvp so mm. i feel like it's gonna fall off but i think well, it'll take a couple of months
0: i mean final fantasy 14 gets new like a new expansion next month right like Endwalker is out next month and i think like new world is in this pocket right now where it's a new release it's actually new content Whereas Final Fantasy Fourteen is about to get that, and it's like I think there's an expiration date on on the the massive hype for this game because like a lot of people jump ship to Final Fantasy Fourteen over the summer, but there hasn't been anything like new, new new in a while for that game, but we're about to like be hit with like a huge update
1: yeah yes. and and for a couple of months it it'll take a couple of months for it to sort of calcify, so the trick also with the big streamers is the big streamers uh, who are streaming the game are popular, so they create their own guilds, and Mm -hmm. then people join them to be... Then the viewers want to play and be in the guild with their streamer. Right, Ah. so uh, essentially it'll sort of calcify when maybe the streamers drop off or the more popular Mm -hmm. and successful ones stick with the game while the others move on to something else
0: the money dries up and they're not getting paid to stream it necessarily (laughs) that
1: (laughs) week anymore. Uh, Yeah, so it's, uh, I I think it'll fall off, but uh, it is I think a sign to at least some others in the industry, just like, there's still a little, there's still, you can tap into this. Uh, We had some years after WoW, where everyone was trying to be the WoW killer Uh and everyone walked away from it completely, and this is like a sign like, Maybe you know, uh, mm-hmm. e- even if Destiny Two and the Division Two weren't already that. Well, WoW had like WoW
0: was Fortnite before Fortnite was Fortnite in the sense of like you had a bunch of these contenders to the WoW throne popping up, and then Blizzard would just look at those games and say like, "Oh, well, that's a good idea," and then they just put it in their game. <laughs> like <laughs> I remember the first big example or I ever noticed that happening was Warhammer Online, like Age of Sigmar. They had public quests. Um, and that was like one of their huge selling points for that game. And then like two weeks after that game came out, um, wow, just added that like Mm. this idea that you could just like walk into it. And final fantasy has it as well. It's called fates in that game where, oh, an event is just happening for 15 minutes here and everybody can congregate into this one area, don't have to accept a quest from an NPC, you just jump mm. in, start killing these guys and you get some rewards. And then that was just a thing then. Like, from then on, it just became that. So, like, all these new contenders would come out and then WoW would just absorb all of their best ideas and you couldn't get a foothold because it was just too big. And, yeah, like you and I, Mike, were talking about earlier, eventually publishers that we see this happen with like different genres all the time. We, we just saw it. There was, I think it was maybe Lauren Lanning from odd world inhabitants was talking about, like you would go to publishers, um, right. When Fortnite was getting huge and like in March, of that year they were like you better have a battle royale idea for me and then by june they were like you better not be talking to me about any fucking battle royales right now (laughs) and that happened with mmos where it was like we got to get the in on this train and then the second it became clear that it was not popular or was not possible they immediately just did the exact opposite they did a 180 and we haven't had big mmos coming out since like that in traditional style right
2: right so this is uh I guess it's sort of a novelty for a lot of people. I would also imagine that this is a lot of people... The the first MMO that has launched the first big one in a lot of uh, people's adult lives at this point, too. Because WoW has been around for 20 years or so. Um, Final Fantasy, I mean, it's been around for a while, at least. Like a decade, right? Yeah, like 10 Uh, or so.
1: Yeah, it's like a decade.
2: So, yeah, this, for many people, may be the first thing where they could feel like they're getting in on the ground floor of something. And that is an attractive prospect. I think of just like, mm. I don't have um, to.
1: MMOs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And even, yeah, because when I tell people about destiny, they're like, well, do I have to do this? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> so I understand. <laughs> I, just, I understand. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to think of some thinking I'm holding these three game cases, uh, for my, for my home video game console of, uh, one is an MMO, one is an indie game, and one is uh, a game that is not out yet. But I still have a case of it in my hand because it's
3: a magical game store. Um, you should look. You should look under the copy of Sable I gave to you. What's What's underneath it? It's, it's, a, uh, it's a piece of candy.
2: Whoa! <laughs> wow! Bribery! Is that
3: fruit <laughs> right gum?
2: Oh my god! It I is. Haven't had that in ages. Wow! I it's love your that.
3: favorite classic piece of candy. <gasps> wow.
2: It's great fruit stripe gum is great for like two seconds and then the flavor is totally gone and you're just chewing rubber but uh i you know what i i think um i think i think i might pick sable uh this week just because it is i feel like the most feasible game for me to play so mm. i'm gonna give funky a few points for that i am gonna give mike some points for suggesting Thank that you. i would enjoy uh a <laughs> colonial <laughs> fantasy because that is, was very funny to me uh, and I'm uh, going to give uh, some points for uh, telling me about Halo because I I love thinking about 2010 and Halo Reach and uh, different, time,
0: different time, That's good because I need to start making up some points on the back end. Well, I'm going to give you quiz. a
2: chance to make to make up some points right now. Mm. Actually, mm-hmm. because this is all part of my plan. I know it wouldn't be fair otherwise. Uh, we're going to do something called a manga minute which whoa yeah oh my god now i didn't I didn't tell you to prepare for this no so oh. I'm gonna give you <laughs> I'm gonna give you a few seconds to compose yourself and uh to to pick a a manga uh that you have been reading and mm-hmm. uh and tell us about it and tell us about why it's so great and you will only have sixty seconds to do this um so Whenever you're ready, let me know and I will I will start the clock. Uh,
0: okay, I think there's one I haven't talked about in a good while. If I've, I've if you've I've, talked about, about it on stream, that's fine. It doesn't that's yeah fine. You okay, can, okay. You can, that doesn't see, count yeah that's Legends canon
2: that Guys. yes that's extended universe. <laughs> uh, yeah. So just let me know and uh, we'll hit the button. Okay, I think I think I got it. Okay, and three, two, one, go. So
0: there's this really fantastic series that uh, does not get translated nearly fast enough called Golden Kamui that is a series about um, ancient, not ancient, they're like uh, early 1800s, uh, mid-1800s, I forget exactly, Japanese soldiers uh, after the Russo-Japanese War uh, in... Uh, Hokkaido of Japan. Uh, they ended up like getting into this basically uh, mission where they need to um, find these tattooed prisoners who are escaped all across the country that have, uh, have the map to a large pile of gold that they need to get to. Anyway, it's great. That's the basic premise of it. It is um, very good right now because it's gotten uh, caught up to in the manga um, up to where the anime has been for a little while so there's new stuff to be reading in it that is not currently available to watch on like uh, Crunchyroll or anything like that so people should get into it now and kind of get ahead of the curve because there's a really great uh, arc in there right now where Sukimoto, the main character, who's this immortal guy, he calls himself immortal, but he's not actually, um, has to basically jump in front of uh, um, a really shitty man who looks like a cat named dogata who gets shot in the eye with and a poison time.
2: arrow. And time. Uh, wow. That, now, I'm, I, now I'm like, well, what happens after he gets shot in the eye with a poison arrow? And uh, it's good.
1: I, I um, guess if I want to know, I'd have to read it. I would like to point out that Sukumoto the immortal doesn't necessarily call himself the immortal. People call him the immortal because he keeps almost dying and then surviving it. Wow, that's pretty sick. He (laughs)
0: does eventually get to a point where, like, it gets like that is the legend around him. I'm sorry, I'm going over time, aren't I?
1: Well, technically, I'll I'll allow it for a second because I
0: am curious. He's like, but so that keeps happening and he keeps like, he's like, ah, oh, that's not me or whatever. But then as the story progresses, it definitely gets to a point where when he's in s- situations of danger, he starts to like h- try to hype himself up by leaning into the legend that people have built around him. Um, ah. so like, I'm the immortal Sugimoto and like punches a guy. Um, it's also like a very all the basically all the, it's very the, the, gay. It's, it's really gay. It's, it's incredibly mean. gay. Uh, wow. the, uh, the author of the series asked in an interview, like, what is the main thing you want people to take away from Golden Kamui? He said, the beautiful naked bodies of men. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like the main villain, one of the kind of main faction leaders uh, is a guy named Lieutenant Sarumi, whose whole thing mm-hmm. is that he's like trying to create outer heaven. Uh, in Hokkaido in the 1800s oh. Japan, and the way he's trying to make outer heaven is that he has seduced all of his um, different sergeants and um, big name men in his in the seventh division of the Japanese army. Um, and the only person who realizes that they like he's manipulating them all is uh, Ogata, who is like very heavily coded to be asexual. It, it's never like mm. expressly stated, but there's an issue where they all get high on aphrodisiac otter meat of course i hate when
3: that issue arises
2: <laughs> I that's so uncomfortable when naked wrestling
0: yeah and they all start getting naked and like blushing at each other and um saying like let's wrestle and they just get like oily and wrestle and um Excuse throw each other me? around the only person who doesn't get horny for all the others is ogata he just passes out when the aphrodisiac turns on <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, wow but uh, he, but there's like a scene where like Surumi there's a flashback, Surumi puts his hand on Ogata's knee and like you hear Ogata's internal monologue and he says, Ah, so that's your game. And he figures out that he's seducing all of his I men. love
2: the idea of someone of a hero whose sort of ability to sort of see save the world is uh premised on not being horny. Oh, uh, Ogata's not a hero. Ogata is oh, his okay. own kind of bastard. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's, he's terrible.
1: He's the, he's the Sasuke. He's the fan oh. favorite, mm. amoral guy. But but he's not energy. Mm. Edgy on the side.
2: Um, yeah, That sounds he's a sniper. pretty cool. And so uh, I might check it out. So, uh, yeah, I have some points for that. Um, Thank you. You know what? Take some points. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Chewie. Right. Well, don't eat your points because then we can't you count can, uh... them. No, no, <laughs> don't eat them because then we can't count them at the end of the episode. Fuck. I can't eat the points. Well, um one one last thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving you more. I mean, if you ate them, you, they're gone. Uh so I mean I hope they were I hope you enjoyed them. But uh oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Uh-huh. hmm mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. Are you sure so you're that? saying <clears throat> you're saying?
2: Uh okay, well, um, <laughs> I have one last thing that I want to spring on you all um, before we wrap. Um, do y'all know what a Saturn return is? No, no. A Saturn no. return is a uh, is is something in astrology when the planet Saturn returns to the same place that it occupied at the moment that you were born. and that typically happens in your late 20s, early 30s, often happens around 27. And um that has nothing to do with the segment, but the segment is called Saturn return because I'm going to give you a uh, a list of names of Sega Saturn games because I've been enjoying my Sega Saturn lately and uh I hope everyone else is enjoying their state appointed Sega Saturn as well. And uh you're going to tell me if it's a real game or if I made it up. This is going to be so fun. I love this. And uh, okay. we're just going to go through a bunch of these. And uh, it's just an opportunity to, to get some points. And uh, I think everyone can vote, and then I will reveal the truth. So you don't need to feel like you need to yell out or anything. Um, Perfect. All right, so let's get started. The first one is Blam Machine Head. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> wait, wait, Can I can I ask a question? You can. When did the Saturn release? Sega oh my Saturn. god!
2: Oh, also, please don't look these up. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not, I'm the Saturn, I fit. believe, released in 1994.
3: 1990- I just want to get the naming generation. Yes, in my it's
2: mid 90s. It's what you're sort mid-90s. of in the in the neighborhood of. That fits. I'm going to so, say yes. You're say yes. It's real, or yes, it's made up.
1: Yes, it's real.
3: Real.
0: It's, it sounds like a game that would have come out in Japan and never in English, so I'm going to say yes.
3: I'm going to say no. It just, it can't be named that. Name <laughs> Machine Blam Machine real.
2: Head. It is real. It is <sighs> real. Blam! exclamation mark Machine Head is a real Saturn game. I believe it also came out on the PlayStation, but I could be wrong. Um, did it come out in English? I believe it did. I believe it was a Western game, but I may be wrong. Um, wow. Our next one is... D.
0: Oh, that's real. Just the letter. Real.
2: Just the letter D. Uh, yeah, yes, it is real. real. Yes, yeah. uh, I'm familiar with the. Yeah, it's one of the earliest survival horror games, inspired uh, some of the later Resident Evil titles. So very cool. Uh, Bug three, bugging out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, no,
0: no. No. (laughs)
3: Uh, (laughs) bug three colon bugging out. Mm -hmm. I feel like bug two would be named bugging out. That's a good point, (laughs) Funky. Smart. I I want to believe this is. I think it's fake. No,
2: no. no, no. Well, I have some news for all of you, which is that it is fake. There was no third bug game. I was Uh, about to say. And the sequel to Bug was called Bug Two. Bug T O O. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense, but then again, neither does Bug. So, uh, Legend of Cowboys. (laughs) Real. That's also fake. It's gotta be.
1: No, it's fake.
2: That sadly is fake. Okay. Uh, Someone make that game. Someone make Legend of Cowboys, please. Um... Frank Thomas's Big Hurt Baseball.
1: Real. (laughs) No way that's real. Real. Fake, fake, fake. That's
0: real, probably.
1: That
2: is real. That's a real game. I don't know who Frank Thomas is. If you do, please write us in and let us know. Funky Head Boxers.
1: Real. Real. Fake. Fake. Real. Fake. That is real. Yeah!
0: That is real. That is I real. I just wanted that one to be real. Last Bronx. Real. Babe, That
2: sounds real. Real. Correct. That real. is real. That is real. It's a beat-em-up game on the Sega Saturn. Radically Rad Racers. Babe, They can't say radical twice.
3: Like, rad... They can't? Mm-hmm. So they could in the right. 90s. It was
2: the 90s. I mean... I feel
3: like they would have had some restraints like a cap. A rad cap. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna
1: say fake, but say it fake feels too. real.
2: Uh that is I did make that one up. Uh that is fake, but it seems like it should be real, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Lost Vikings 2. Norse by Norse West. Real. <laughs> real. Real. It's gotta be. That is real. That is real. Can you believe that that is the subtitle of The Lost Vikings 2, Norse by Norse West?
3: Unbelievable. Someone fought so hard to get that right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't get it! It's a Hitchcock reference. Uh, Mansion of Hidden Souls. Mm. Real.
0: Real.
1: Fake? I'm... I feel like there were too many other... Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna go with fake
2: that one is real. Ugh,
1: oh, yes.
2: Real. Uh don't know what that's about, but it's presumably a house with some souls hidden inside of it. Mr. Bones. Real. Real. Fake. Fake. That is real. That is real. Mr. Bones is what real. Is that? It in many ways is a predecessor and precursor to uh spookware because it is a game about skeletons doing mini games and stuff and uh Actually, supposed to be pretty oh, fun. Sick. So I, I want to check out Mr. Bone sometime. Minnesota Mr. Fats, Bones. pool legend. Real, 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 real. real. With Fats. That is very real. Um, <laughs> did anyone ever rent a pool game for any of their video game consoles? I owned a pool game for Super Nintendo. Wow. Now, was that a gift or did you, did you choose that?
0: I think it was a game that my dad probably bought mm. more or less for himself. Yes, correct, correct. I see, I see. Ninth? I just played it on Game
3: Pigeon. Game Pigeon. Like on iPhone. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like the iPhone's game
2: app? Game know. Pigeon? Game Pigeon. I don't know you what don't that know? is. You don't know Game Pigeon? sounds uh, like you made say, up. Merit, I'm going to say that, that That's fake. fake. That one's fake. <laughs> you made that one up. Uh, Ninth Ascension
3: real real,
2: real? it's a wizard game familiar.
3: it's a wizard that one game.
2: is fake i made that one up wow i'm just really good at making up in, in a 90s saturday <laughs> <laughs>
3: in, in your head what kind of game was that that's Not like a system.
2: third person yeah you know, i'm probably just basing this on um that other the super nintendo game that's seventh something but i think that's like a you're walking around an overworld and you're like a wizard mm. and you're trying to acquire different potions and scrolls and stuff to go sort up a like tower a, a dark stone like yeah
1: yeah japanese yeah. ultima
2: yes yes exactly all right just a few more scud the disposable real. assassin real. that's a real thing i don't <laughs> know if it was a
0: saturn game or not so that was a it's comic true. book real
3: no, it's
2: real.
3: the disposable assassin mm-hmm. sounds like garbage like yeah he's a he's a trash man he's a trash man so are, this is disgusting uh, pro- i'll go real i'll go yeah, real
2: uh you're all correct it is real uh it was a, a game based on a comic about an assassin who has a missile for a head i want to say yeah he's like a little green guy he's a little green guy with a bomb for
1: a head and the name is from of course the, the, the missile. Scud, scud missile yes yeah
2: yeah I'm sexy yellow. parodius Real, wait. Sorry, what is the name Sexy again? Sexy Parodius, fake,
1: <laughs> fake.
2: That one is what? real. That is Y'all real. You don't know, Sexy Parodius. Parodius, uh, is Konami's or was Konami's uh parody series of the Gradius series, and Sexy Parodius is indeed a game. Mm. All right, two more, and uh, the score is pretty close at this point, so it's anyone's game. <clears throat> neon genesis evangelion girlfriend of steel real real, real. that one <laughs> that one is in fact real
1: that yeah. is the neon genesis evangelion dating game that is right yes,
2: yes. I've, i'm familiar with that one as well
1: why is it named like that <laughs> <Cup and steel. laughs>
2: I, you know because you're dating a giant robot um Oh. Who's, who is his? Who is his mom? <laughs> yeah. Well, he could be dating a different one. It doesn't have to be that one. That's his mom. that's yeah, true. That's um, true. Last one. Last one for you. And it's just one word.
1: Zoop. <laughs> <laughs> Zoop. Fake. <laughs> real, real.
2: Zoop. Z-O-O-P? Zoop. Yep. real. Real. So two reels and one fake? Yep. Well, uh, ZOOP is real
1: and (gasps) strong
2: and my friend. Uh, (laughs) ZOOP was a puzzle game that had a huge marketing push in the mid-90s that was on basically everything. Uh, I still don't know how to play it or what it is or how it works, but I definitely saw ads for it everywhere. So this is kind of, I did not expect this to happen, but we have a tie. Wow! No way. We have a tie. Yeah, I've been keeping a running tally of the points and uh, of the very real points that I have assigned, and this is a tie. It's a three-way tie. Three-way oh tie. God. Three-way tie. Yeah. So um, I don't know what to do because uh, <laughs> it's my time thing, to
1: Squid Game.
2: It's time to Squid Game, I guess, <laughs> because my uh, my the prize for for winning was going to be that you get to soapbox about your thing. That I asked you to come up with beforehand um, for an uninterrupted minute. And, um, but you all, you all won or you all lost, depending on your perspective.
0: Well, Merritt, you've just, uh, you could break out that copy of Minnesota Fats that you have, break a pool pool cue in half, throw it into the room and say, we're going to have tryouts. And
3: then you
2: (laughs) kind of let us try (laughs) it. I could say that. Um, Tell you what. Everybody wins. Just this once, everybody wins. Doctor Who voice. Oh. Uh, wow. Yeah. you my mummy. I am my mummy. Um, <laughs> no. Best one. Best one. Christopher. It's a, it's a good one. Uh, Christopher. Eccleston. Eccleston. Best one. So why don't you all in turn to wrap up the show uh, just tell me the thing that you wanted to recommend and that could be uh, basically anything. It could be a movie. It could. I asked you to come up with something that is is possibly unpopular but that you really love like a weird snack or a movie that a lot of people don't like that you do um so let's just everyone everyone gets to do one uh today because this is unprecedented in the one day history of this format uh (laughs) funky would you like to go first
3: uh yeah absolutely i was scrambling for a thing but i have uh facial spray with aloe cucumber and green tea Ooh. everyone needs to get on this i i feel like it is just refreshing i use it when i wake up yeah before i go to sleep it gets you your skin all dewy and nice not too wet not too dry wow. but that perfect middle ground that everyone is searching for and i i just got on this and i could not live without it already so
2: that sounds so nice mm-hmm. that sounds great i'm gonna look this it's refreshing up. yeah i want to spray my face like a cat like no
3: yeah but it's yes (laughs) but at the end of
0: the day it's a
3: true right
2: but then you could (laughs) should i spray my cat's face (laughs) but you could spray yourself you know but here's the thing like when you're when something is um you could give yourself reinforcement right like um actually that is the opposite of reinforcement i think that would be reinforcing you to to think bad things because if you sprayed yourself whenever you did that i feel like oh if i if i think something bad then i get a, a refreshing treat
3: Yeah, that's how you turn into a supervillain, though. If that's what you want to do.
2: Yeah. So if you want to train yourself to become a supervillain, just spray yourself in the face. Steven, uh, what's Mm -hmm. your your thing? Um, I, right before I moved, did a rewatch
0: of a not great Gundam series called Gundam Wing um, that people, I think... Loved when they were growing up because it was, a, it was on Toonami, and then kind of came away from and started like disliking again. But I'm gonna, I'm here to say it, once again, it's got some stuff worth watching it for. Um, not the story or the characters or kind of <laughs> anything like that, but it's like it's just a vibe, it's just got mm. a good mood to it where it's like just these very um, thin, very pretty boys, um, killing each other in war machines a lot, um, and screaming. Uh, and I think that's, you know, worth something. There's just an aesthetic to it that feels extremely good for the 90s that I think that um, in this now
1: wave of 90s nostalgia,
0: we kind of need to I, look I, back on that
1: part. I think it could come back because they're very like all, all of the Gundam pilots are, are pretty boys and they're very mm-hmm. dumb in the mm-hmm. same way that Riverdale is dumb now. Mm-hmm.
2: It's, exactly. It's Riverdale with robots. That's oh, you. That's I want to watch um now there was nothing cooler in the early two thousands to a lot of people than Duo Maxwell and his Death Scythe Gundam. Death Scythe, yeah. I had, it that was, was my first Gundam model. It was edgy, it was hardcore, it was very much of the times. Um mm-hmm. that graced so many forum signatures and uh and avatars at the time. And um I'll say I'll say this about that show, too. Uh,
0: Troa, probably a close second, because Troa like, does dress up like a clown and ask for people to throw knives at his face, which is very no. funny to watch. Now, he has the but pointy hair. Yeah, he's kind of long, pointy hair that goes over one side of his face. Mm. Um, How do you feel
3: about Char?
0: Char's not in that one. There's a Char clone. Oh, sorry, I mean in general. There's always a Char. Oh, Char? Always I a love condom. Char. 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 <laughs> There's always a Gundam. Speaking of gay characters in manga, anime type stuff, Char is one of the, I think, the goats.
2: Icon. Icon. Well, Mike, to close us out, what's your thing? Uh, I I
1: technically have two that I'll run through very quickly. Uh, It is the month of horror. I, of course, do 31 days of horror every year where we watch good middling and very bad horror movies one every day, uh, sometimes multiple in a day. So first is A Haunting at Silver Falls, which is two films that you can find on Tubi, the streaming service that no one cares about. Surprisingly uh, good, yeah. Yeah, uh, A Haunting at Silver Falls is a bad, bad, no-budget horror movie that tries to take itself entirely too seriously. Like, the the ghosts in this case are two young girls who are clearly just two actresses with sort of white and black face paint makeup that they sort of you know filtered out vaguely with after effects um it's very very bad uh but they are both hilarious uh and then the second is hell house llc which is a trilogy of horror movies Ooh. um they are sort of found footage movies um the first one is decent it's like a semi-decent found footage horror movie uh, about people that try to put on a haunted house in a house that's actually haunted. And it goes very <laughs> badly for them. Uh, and then uh, the second one is absolute trash. And then the third one, uh, somehow they got to a third one. Uh, they decided, well, you know, we did middling and then absolute trash. Why don't we expand the mythology? And it is a train wreck. It is a magnificent train wreck of a film. So,
0: I love that. Um, not actually watching it, but I do love. I on my trip back from Providence, read um, the plot synopses for every single Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and I do love how any horror franchise that gets past like two movies always just has to like double down on the lore and the mythology. And like, why is Freddy Krueger a bad guy? <laughs> why? Where mm. does he get his magics?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Hell House. It, I, I'm shocked they got to the third, but the, the it plays in regions that they should not play in at all with their budget. And it's amazing.
2: Love it. Love a movie that shoots for the stars and uh, lands in the fucking trash. <laughs> 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 well, that's the end of the show for this week. And again, three-way tie. So congrats to all the winners. Uh, we are all winners here. Uh, on Channel F and a fanbite. And uh, if you enjoy the show, please tell your friends um, and uh, or and or rate and review us on iTunes. It really does help us out. We love it. We love you. We love you like Fresca, baby. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Fanbite Media. Uh, you can follow uh, Stephen on Twitter at Stephen Strong. You can follow Mike on Twitter at Automatic Zen. Yeah. And you can follow Funke on Twitter at Funke Fly. Our producer Paul is at Paulie Meyer. And I'm at Merritt K. And until next week. See you later. Happy animals. <laughs> happy animals and keep that dial tuned to Channel F.
0: Hey everyone, it's John Warren from Fanbyte. The world of games and entertainment can be a lot to try to keep up with, but don't worry, I've got you covered. Join me, the Fanbyte crew, and our friends from around the industry as we break down the week's biggest headlines on Thanks for the Knowledge, our weekly video game news podcast. Plus, get a look at the week ahead so you don't miss upcoming game releases, events, and much more. Thanks for the Knowledge is available at fanbyte.com podcasts
1: or wherever you get your podcasts. You can thank us later.